Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you Everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. The following is a presentation of the Four Center podcast feed. As Obi-Wan Kenobi once said, hello there and welcome to Databank Brawl, the podcast where we learn about Star Wars characters, discuss the characters, and then make those characters fight for our amusement and yours. I'm your host. My name is Joseph Scrimshaw. With me as Ken Nabsock and some whiskey. We are here completing our tournament. Round two of this tournament. Yeah. Happy to be here. Still recovering from last week's 
a campfire battle. It was surprisingly brutal and fiery, which yeah. I guess makes sense because the theme of our mini tournament is we're having characters that have never fought in databank brawl before, mm-hmm. and they are characters who their actors have appeared in both Star Wars and Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. It's a very interesting pool to pull from. Uh, We'll get into this second round, but first we want to let you know that today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com slash forecenter. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. We are going to recommend, like we did last week, Phasma. For obvious reasons, to download your free audiobook today, go to audibletrial.com slash forcecenter. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash forcecenter for your free audiobook. All right. Mm-hmm. Are you ready for our next round of combatants? I am, sir. Whoever wins here will have to face the terror of Chief <laughs> Petty Officer Thanison. That's right. We promoted him. <laughs> all right. So you must have lots of ideas mm-hmm. uh, about who this could be because you know all the the right. flash the crossovers. Yeah, but it's funny. The names will always challenge me. But yeah, the, okay. moment, the moment we sync up, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you, you'll know who this is. Yeah. Our first combatant is Jess Pava. Well, yeah, that's... That's the one I would know the most. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Here is what the databank has to say, and then we'll dive in. A brave young resistance pilot, Jess, or Tester, as she is also called, grew up idolizing the legendary pilots of previous generations, such as Luke Skywalker and Wedge Antilles. Jess gets her own chance at glory when the resistance attacks Starkiller Base, flying alongside Poe Dameron and Snap Wexley under the call sign Blue 3. Mm-hmm. A great review for anyone studying trivia. <laughs> Just Papa <laughs> is Blue 3. Uh, so that is what the database entry has to say. And s- some juicy stuff there that we can talk about about yeah. her character. Uh, want to get into the Wikipedia stats, but since we're having our mini Game of the Thrones thing, uh, yeah. why don't you give the info on who she is? Yeah, Jessica Henwick uh, plays her, and Jessica is uh, one of the Sand Snakes that we first meet in Season 5 of Game of Thrones, one of the uh, daughters of Oberyn Martell, uh, and uh, you know, she's uh, Nymeria Sand, Nim for short. Uh, and um, she also was in the uh, Iron Fist and Defenders, so that's where a lot of people do know her ah. now. Um, but she was in so Game of Thrones first, but it was one of those kind of like cast at the same time. Okay. But I think we saw her in Game of Thrones, and so by the time you see Jessica Henwick in, in Force Awakens, you're like, oh, Nymeria Sand is here. So for you, when Jess Pava mm-hmm. exploded onto the screen in Force Awakens, you were like, oh, Nymeria Sand. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. Okay. And I, I think it might have been one of those announced before type of okay. I, I, I was i think going in i was like there she is more than ah, ah okay there, cool yeah, yeah, cool yeah. cool yeah, yeah and i have watched the defenders and mm-hmm. the first two episodes of iron fist uh but uh, i think she yeah. did a fine job in right. defenders so this is cool for me to realize like oh one of those people that i see in three different things but don't yeah. realize <laughs> are all the same human beings so happens. good job she's she's actually i think really good in defenders yeah with uh with some material that's that's hard to make uh, right. really en- engaging. She does a great job. So good on her. But now let's talk about her character in Star Wars, yeah. Jess Pava. Yeah. So what does Wikipedia have to say? Uh, Homeworld Dandorian, human female, 1.65 meters. Eye color, black hair, color brown, uh, skin color, light is what they say here. Um, human female, like I said. Uh, Jessica. It's so funny. Yeah, I, Jess Tester Pava. I was... 
how I first saw her name listed in a lot of places. Yeah, but uh, she is also officially Jessica, Jessica right? Jessica K, right? K, Jess, yeah. Um, what? Why does she have three names? She's got a lot. And she appears, uh, you know, got a lot of appearances in Star Wars because she's featured prominently in the Poe Dameron comic. Right. And there's some great stuff in there, including um, it's a... It's not meant for pure comedy, but it's a funny little subplot where she, the droids, the astromech droids hate her. Oh, really? Because uh, maybe, you know, some of them have died in service to her or working oh, with her, okay. depending on your droid point of view. Um, and she's constantly trying to find one, and she does, towards the end of the comic, find <laughs> one that, was, okay. that she meets with. Great quote to uh, C-3PO. Uh, assuming this is in the comic uh, somewhere, uh, she says, do I know Luke Skywalker? Of course I know him. Well, I mean, I've never met him, but everybody knows Luke Skywalker. He defeated the Emperor, and they say he's the best star pilot in the galaxy. Oh, nice, yeah. nice. So, hey, yeah, oh, wow. Uh, which is interesting, because that uh, the, the myth of Skywalker includes him defeating the Emperor. Yeah, yeah, that's very interesting. Um, yeah, interesting. Uh, so, I'm trying to remember all... I know as a pilot, as pilots go, she's pretty prominent in Force Awakens. Mm-hmm. Like, she was a lot of one that people know, like, ooh, great, we can really clearly see there is a woman pilot. Yeah. And she gets a decent amount of lines and all mm-hmm. that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, great shots, too. I love the way they shot that that's the attack in circular base. Yeah. Like outside the cockpit <clears throat> looking in. Oh, and, and yeah. And there's some stuff with her that's... Yeah. Yeah. Now, according to Wikipedia, is she just in the Starkiller base run, or is she also on Dakar? Or not Dakar, Takadana. Um, I think both. I think it's. I think we're meant to think both. I can't remember if we physically physically see her, see her but okay. she is part of that squadron, the blue squadron, and later the black squadron, which is a weird. It's a weird timeline of black squadron, blue squadron, because black oh, squadron. Right, it's a lot of the Poe Dameron comic, and, and then I thought that by Force Awakens he was the only. He's right. he's just black one and yeah. he has no squadron. Right. <laughs> he has no a man, has, no, a man has no squadron. <laughs> yeah. Um Okay, so there's a ton of stuff on her in Wikipedia because there's of a lot, the, the yeah. comic book adventures. Yeah. Uh so how would you sum up her character having read the comics? Mm-hmm. Uh she is a very capable pilot, very one of the veterans. Uh they look to her, I think, uh, Snap. I I really like um the whole picture on Snap Wexley's character, but at times he's uh, he can be a little emotional. He's going through uh, a relationship that he sometimes uh, is up and down with, with a fellow pilot, Kari. Uh, and Jess is kind of uh, more of a, you know, one of those solid anchor type of characters for the squadron. Um, she goes through a lot. She's very strong. Um, there's a, I think she's captured at one point. Uh, and she's, she's very reliable, very good. Okay. Very reliable pilot. And there's a lot there. There is a ton there. I'm just I was scrolling through a little bit trying to um, remind myself on some of the stuff, but but I do remember a lot of it and stuff at the end. Uh, you know, she she's she's uh, uh, a great character and 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 I I was disappointed uh, when you know, realized well, hey, her and Snap aren't there in Last Jedi. That yeah. doesn't make sense to me, you know. Come on, Ryan, wedges wedges in all the movies, right? But I think she, she though there p- people do survive, and you could have had her or Snap survive. I think most likely they would have died. Oh yeah, and uh, they would have been with Tally and Stamari. Uh, uh, what's his Stamaroni name? Stamaroni Stark. Stamari, yeah, yeah Stamaroni Stark. Um, 
But now in my heart, I'm like, well, they're alive. Whether or not they even show up in nine, we know Snap is, is most likely going to show up. Because yeah, I mean, the, isn't, there's, isn't there a story somewhere about them going yes, on yeah, a different mission? Th- that is part of the, 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 the end of the Poe Dameron comic. Right, okay, so Leia she's, needs them. Um, she's needs, alive. Yeah, needs Poe to do some stuff. Da, da, da. Yeah, yeah, so uh, I take I take heart in that. Yeah, yeah. Jess is still alive. Okay, cool. I was I, I was scrolling because I was trying to remember here mm-hmm. uh, where I first heard of her, and it uh, it is the what I was thinking. I think that quote is from the Weapon of a Jedi, the Luke mm. book. They put out those three books before mm-hmm. Force Awakens that are all kind of framed as storytelling, mm-hmm. and I think it's three PO. Uh, right, maybe telling Jess a story about Luke. Right, so right. that's a really that that makes me like her character even more. The idea of uh, idolizing mm-hmm. the legendary pilots like Wedge and and Luke, Luke, because obviously you can idolize Luke for lots of things, but you forget that a lot of what he did in the Alliance yeah. was he was a great fighter pilot. I, I think that's a great point because that phrase, the best star pilot in the galaxy, is not that's a that's a Han Solo phrase, that's yeah. a Poe Dameron phrase, it's a Harrison Dula phrase. Um, you know. Yeah. Uh, it's not but yeah, let's not forget Luke just popped into a X Wing for the first time and blew up the Death Star. So <laughs> Yeah. Real simple like. No big yeah, deal. No big deal. All right. Any other uh thoughts or feelings about Just Pava? No, look, I like this character. I like this actor. Uh I I I don't know here. It's going to be tough. Yeah, it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. Uh, hopefully, uh, we will see more of Just Pava in Episode 9. We'll mm-hmm. see. If not, who knows? Mm-hmm. They could be writing a Disney Plus streaming show for her <laughs> as we speak. Yeah. Well, Ken, mm-hmm. Just Pava is, is going to have a really hard battle on her hands. Mm-hmm. Just mm-hmm. Pava will be fighting mm-hmm. Captain Phasma. <laughs> I just went for it. It's like, why, why mess around? We you have gotta. not done Captain Phasma. We haven't, have we? We haven't. It's, it's a big character, and a lot of times Data Bank, we, 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 we yeah, we, do, we, we stay away from the big characters, but mm-hmm. since this was the theme, mm-hmm. Lor Santeca is another big option, and he, uh, for this, this theme of Game of Thrones Star Wars actors, and mm-hmm. he, uh, he was in our second episode. Yeah, that's true. Maybe we'll revisit. It also just seemed cruel to have just Bob. Yeah, <laughs> possibly beat up Lor Santeca. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, here is what the databank has to say about Phasma. Mm-hmm. Clad in distinctive armor of salvage chromium, Captain Phasma commands the First Order's legions of stormtroopers. A tough veteran commander, she has no use for fancy titles or complex war rooms, mm-hmm. preferring to lead her troops in battle against the First Order's enemies. A determined survivor. Phasma betrayed the First Order on Starkiller base. She managed to conceal her treachery, but fell in battle against Finn, one of her former soldiers. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science, with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. 
Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Plushcare.com slash weight loss. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard Fixed Indemnity Insurance Plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just reveal, uh, I, didn't, I didn't even, this is the first time I read the databank. I yeah. copied and pasted. Yeah. I didn't realize that they had updated the databank to say she fell in battle. That's uh-huh. that's big. I, I Interesting. Just been, I've yeah. Been hit emotionally. <laughs> Fell does not doesn't always mean died. It can be no. a flowery poetic way to say. True. Well, he they fell. Yeah. Uh, but it doesn't mean died. Anyway. No. no. What does Wikipedia have to say about Captain Phasma? Uh. Yeah. There's a lot. Obviously. Yeah. A lot. A lot. A lot. We've got, we got a, a lot of comics. We got uh, Star Wars Resistance. She's been in. We got the. Her um, old book. Her old book. Um, and sorry, I accidentally connect, uh, pressed on a uh, uh, dental insurance ad uh, <laughs> as I scroll through. Um, yeah, oh God, a lot. They have a lot about the book, which is interesting. Yeah, it's a great book. Uh, Homeworld. Uh, like we said, like I said, Parnassus. Is that how you say Parnassus? Is that we establish Parnassus? Yeah, Parnassus. Yeah, this guy. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's a lot of work to say that one. It is human female, two point zero meters. That roughly translates to six five six six. I think Wendell and Christie's about six two uh, in real life. Uh, mass uh, seventy six kilograms, with or without cape. I do not know. <laughs> Hair color uh, gold or blonde. Really, uh, eye color blue. Skin color pale. Um, a lot there. The quote is so it's always interesting with a prominent character, the quote they choose. And I think this is a lot. She's speaking to Cardinal. This is from the book. 
Okay. Uh, her one of her rivals in the First Order. Uh, and I did what I had to do to get to me as well. I don't regret it. That's the difference between us. I know what I am, and I embrace it. I'm proud of it. I fought for everything that I have, every bit of what I am. Oh, yeah. I think that's. I think she's saying that while they're punching each other. Yeah. So uh, that's impressive that she can say that much in the middle yeah. of fisticuffs. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. There's a lot there. I mean, her... For those who haven't read the Phasma novel, man... Um, yeah, Survi- when they say a determined survivor, they're not kidding. They're not kidding. Yeah, so somebody who's physically and emotionally capable to do exactly what her quote says, whatever it takes for whatever. her to survive and climb to wherever she wants to be. Whatever, whatever it takes, yeah, that's big. And it seems like she almost has a, I'm trying to find the right words for this, like that she is really taken with almost on like a deep mythic level, mm. the iconography of being a masked warrior. Yeah, it's, what that means to her. It's important to uh, her culture and her upbringing and everything. I mean, that is that is established. Delilah left Austin does a great job of that moment in Last Jedi where Finn cracks her helmet off and her face is exposed means a lot more if you've read or eventually later on read the novel. Like, yeah. that is, it masks, it's a warrior thing, it's a pride thing, it's a culture thing where she's from. That's a big thing, and uh, her fight to get this outfit made, <laughs> this, yeah. this uh, trooper uh, armor made, is is part of her journey too. So a lot there. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Uh, so how do you? Uh, every, obviously, we all know what uh, what Captain Phasma looks like. Yeah, uh, I've been playing her. Uh, haven't had a chance to play a lot lately, but I, right. I've been playing her a lot in Battlefront too. She's she's a badass. She's tough to defeat in Battlefront too. Yeah, I mean, if you, if you're strategic with her yeah. in particular, man. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. How do you feel about uh, Captain Phasma at this point? I, I do really uh, love Captain Phasma, despite uh, a long time where I'd make fun of the name. Captain Phasma is what I used <laughs> to say, especially in Jedi Alliance days. Um, I love the look. It's one of my favorite looks in Star Wars, including that little cape with the red uh, lining on it there. Mm-hmm. Uh, is is um, you know is there is there a part of me that thinks uh, I want more Phasma in both movies? Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but I, I'm not, I'm not worried. We have this character. We have a lot of story uh, that has been told, and you could tell more. And yeah. Resistance being a um, is a, is a great example of yeah. the character and Gwendolyn Christie not done playing the character. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I am super pro Phasma. I really like Phasma. Uh, I would love to see more of the character. Uh, I'm not in the camp of being super bothered that mm-hmm. Phasma doesn't appear more because I think it's a part of the legacy of Star Wars of you have side characters, very side characters mm-hmm. who look really cool and they dominate the marketing, but they're not there. And it's just that in this day and age, you're going to cast a super cool mm-hmm. um, actor that everybody knows, right. like Gwendolyn Christie, not uh, the British person who has <laughs> a couple weeks off from Doctor Who, yeah, which is yeah. how they cast the original trilogy. Exactly. Uh, so, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so I understand people saying it's Gwendolyn Christie. Come on, use her. I understand, yeah. but I think it's that that kind of merges with what yeah. Star Wars storytelling is today. Really and obviously, is. her character in Game of Thrones, Brienne of Tarth, is just people love her, so they want more. Um, so yeah, that was I, that was a big part of it. Big yeah. part of it. Oh, cool. She's uh, we got we got her in the movie. Kind of. It was built built in disappointment. Yeah, Force Awakens. Yeah. yeah, but I think she even even in Force Awakens with the mask on, she brings a lot mm-hmm. and she's got a great fight. That Quicksilver baton and Last Jedi is mm, yeah beautiful. All right, do we have? Uh, 
we could talk a lot about Captain Phasma, but do you have anything more that you need or want to say before this begins? Uh, no. Okay. In that case, let's fight. So, we have just Pava, alive and well. We have Captain Phasma, who I personally, mm-hmm. at this point in time, right. refuse to believe is dead. I understand <laughs> Gwendolyn Christie is not in episode nine. I right. understand why J.J. Abrams would want to say, Ugh, we, got a, we got a lot to do in this movie, and look, yeah. she faced off with Finn. That was a narrative moment for her. She yep. fell, but she's a survivor. Yeah. Come on. Right. I mean, I, I, I agree with you. If Huck survived that explosion, that attack, <laughs> I think Phasma did. Yeah. So, I, yeah. I would be fine setting this after Last Jedi. Okay. I'm good with that. I, okay. I agree. I agree. I, I, I emotionally think she's alive, uh, but uh, intellectually realize it won't be in episode nine. Not uh, not yeah. nine. And maybe yeah. in nine, it will start with a funeral for Phasma. How, how angry would people be about that if there was a funeral for Phasma, <laughs> yeah. but there hadn't been for Han Solo? Right. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, I like that. I like that. Okay. Mm-hmm. So uh, I think that she certainly plummeted into fiery depths mm-hmm. and I think uh, took, a, took a lot of damage. Yeah. Uh, but I think she probably made it to an escape pod. She made an escape pod. She she headed out and I don't know where she went yet. Maybe yeah. you got an idea on that. Well, in theory, she would go down to Crate. Right. Right. Essentially. Um, and, and and we don't have to set it on Crate. We can kind of set it anywhere. Right, yeah. Yeah, I wasn't I wasn't thinking Crate. I almost want to. I wanted to maybe even send her back to her home world, but she. I don't know if she'd go there. Yeah. Um, but she needs to. In my the, the point is in my mind is she needs to reform. Uh, she needs to rebuild herself. Mm-hmm. The mask is broken, and 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 she doesn't want anyone in the first order to see her with a broken mask. Yeah. She's not going to like try to find them again. And she. Yeah. yeah. She needs to know when I come back to the first order, I have to have something right. of value. I have to prove myself. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So I think, you know, mm-hmm. we can jump forward in time a little bit. Maybe she lands on Crate. Maybe she's marooned there for mm-hmm. six months until she can uh, re- put all the broken pieces of some destroyed TIE fighters together yeah. and with some equipment that's still in the base and get it back in the air. Yeah. Like she, yeah, I think she maybe mm-hmm. crashed far away and missed the whole battle and all yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if there's a sta- uh, city on the other side of Crate, you know, Crate yeah. Town, I don't know. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah. she... Escapes. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it was it used to be a mining community, so there's yeah. got to be a bar, at least an abandoned bar somewhere. So maybe somewhere. she slept there and drank, <laughs> <laughs> where the miners used to drink. Yeah. Drank, drank, drink, drank. drink, drank. Okay. Uh, yeah, but I think uh, I think she's got herself off crate, and I think maybe mm-hmm. maybe uh, this fight begins when Captain Phasma is searching out maybe some much like Chief Petty Officer Thanison was right. last week, searching out a prize to take back to the Resistance as she's rebuilding herself. I like that. Yeah, it's like a cat bringing back a rodent it killed. You yeah. See, you know, she's going to... She, I don't know if she... I think she might have some respect for Hux, but she didn't have respect for his father, And the, but they conspired yeah. to, to kill him. So I think she has some allegiance to Hux. So yeah, yeah. she wants to return... New Hux believes in yeah. the uh, the old trooper program, which she's in charge she's of. She's in so, charge yeah. of, so that would make some sense. Okay. Uh, yes, but on that way, on that path, she runs into Jess Tester Pava. And the question is, where? Do you have a thought? Um, <laughs> n- uh, 
Dan- Dantooine? They're on Dantooine? <laughs> well, that just makes me feel like you're lying to me because of the history of that line. But yeah, sure. Dantooine. Why not? Let's do it. Let's do I it. I think, you know, the, at this point, we've told stories in this era, and, and yeah. we feel that all sorts yeah. of resistance people are looking for friends, they're all looking for place. resources, right? Well, one of the thought is, all right, so we heard that Leia and the team went to Crate, which is an old rebel base. Well, right. there's an old rebel base on Dantooine. Right. It so was m- abandoned before the Death Star uh, debacle, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Death Star debacle. Yes, it's called in the history books. <laughs> that is uh, actually what I want the new timeline to be. Of. Yeah. How many years before <laughs> and after the Death Star uh, debacle? Yeah. Uh, all right, so I think uh, that Phasma chooses mm. to go there knowing, hey, if they hit out on Crate, mm-hmm. I bet they would hide out uh, these other places. So right. she goes to Dantooine. I'm kind of pulling up because I don't know off the top of my head what it's like over yeah, on Dantooine. They are Dantooine. Oh, that's just behind the scenes. I think it looks like it is. It's a uh, little green. Uh, yeah. we, we do see it. Uh, uh, it's breathable. We know. Lush forests and green landscapes is what I'm looking Lush for. Lush forests yeah. and green landscapes. Okay, yeah, it yeah. is beautiful. Oh, yes. Yeah. Uh, all right. So. Uh, we are going to... Oh, we actually do see it in a Clone Wars episode. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. All right. So it is lush and green. I think, I think uh, strangely, mm-hmm. uh, Jess Pava is kind of thinking the same thing of like not it, our resistance people there, because she knows, but she's looking for, is there anything left behind that we can scavenge? Right. She's right. just on a scavenging mission. She's on scavenge mission on, on Dantooine. I just saw a weird note. I've never seen this uh, on Dantooine. Did you know that there was... A scene in uh, uh, the original uh, script of Dant- uh, Rogue One that Dantooine was going to be featured and they were going to oh, evacuate wow. the base. That's really cool and makes a lot of sense. Yeah, but budget constraints cut it. Uh, anyway, sorry. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Those Star Wars movies sorry. don't have a budget. Yeah. Anyway. All right. I like what you got going on here. Okay. So do you think do you think Resistance is spread thin enough that Jess is on her lonesome? I, I think yes. I think the, her, uh, Snap Wexley, and Kari... Uh, were flying around, and I think they had to split up. And because this is just uh, getting for pieces of uh, you know equipment or everything, like um, it's dangerous. But that's what Jess Pava does. She yeah. she faces danger straight on. Um, she's heard the news that uh, you know, Tally Lynch is gone. There's a lot of people. You know, yeah, she's, she's got to be getting yeah. back to people pretty soon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This yeah. Is, this is, so yeah, so Jess is by herself. Okay, yeah. So this is a little a little after Last Jedi, but not mm-hmm. too long. Uh, yeah. So she's at the the rebel base, and she, there's just bits and pieces, right? Mm-hmm. Not not much, but there's some kind of older equipment. Uh, yeah. Some some uh, yeah uh, yeah yeah. Uh, uh, oh, you got like like uh, displays. You've got uh, some some, s- some supplies. Yeah, some old DL forty fours. Yeah 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 yeah. You got those kind of things. Um, um, and she's just kind of. Rustling through. Yeah, yeah, she she's cataloging. Yeah. Uh, she has a droid with her. Uh, what what is the droid's name? It doesn't have to be the one from the comic book. Okay, it's good. I see you're you're testing me there. <laughs> uh, it is uh, it is uh, let's it, make up our own droid. In fact, uh, yeah, it's 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 BB twelve. BB twelve. Unless, unless really, All right, unless there's really a BB twelve. <laughs> I, I don't think there is yet. The, not yet. Not yet. Doesn't look like there's two okay. BB two. And yeah. it would be a it'd be a BB unit. That's what generally yeah. what they're using. So BB twelve. Uh, a BB twelve. Yeah. I think the the BB twelve uh, has elected to stay on the ship out of fear. 
right of that right. somehow yeah. <laughs> somehow Jess will get uh, reputation. Should, uh, a lot yeah. of droids don't survive. Let's say BB twelve has a uh, feminine programming, okay. so uh, she yeah. BB twelve is is frightened that Jess will yeah. get her killed by yeah. accidentally shooting her with a blaster to test if it works. Yeah, yeah. Beep, beep, bop. I ain't falling for it. Yeah. <laughs> the classic jazz way to say, I'm not falling for that. Right, right. Uh, and I, I think it is almost like a horror movie where Jess Pava is, uh, she's set aside. She's got three blasters mm-hmm. on a table. Mm-hmm. There's a, um, there's like a, this uh, other, other, um, kind of a container unit looks yeah. like maybe maybe there's a doorway or something behind it and uh, Jess is just like yeah pushing ah, it out of the way. Ah, ah. she pushes it out of the way and she looks up and standing in the doorway is captain phasma her mask is gone no mask yeah her hair is oh. open and wild wow i like this a lot because yeah. that means phasma is immediately Immediately upset that someone's seen her. Someone's seen her, right? Yeah, she's <laughs> got the armor, reasons, yeah. but it's all banged up. In fact, I think like it's uh, like it's there's like makeshift on one arm, mm-hmm. just kind of made out of something else that doesn't match her. Cape right. is tattered, yeah. Uh, and I think I think she does have a mask with her. It's just okay. that she didn't have it on. It didn't have it on. What do you think she's made for herself for a mask? It is, uh, it is, you know, the uh, uh, rebels that are standing guard during the throne room sequence when the, the medals are handed out, they're oh, right yeah. at the door, and they got the, the white helmets and the glass kind of face mask yeah. shields down. It is the face mask, not the white helmet part, but it's the face mask with a strap soldered onto it, like an elastic strap. Yeah. So she... Kind of would just put it over her head there. Hair exposed. She's working on it. Oh, yeah. It's a work in progress. Hair is wild. Yeah. It's, it's very impressive. But imagine it's, just yeah. a, a solid black visor, so to speak, yeah. over I, her face. I think Jess just freezes for a moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and I think she watches as this tall creature. Yeah. Uh, and I say creature because of her presence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the oh, fear yeah. it inspires. Yeah. And she slips this mask on, mm-hmm. and her hair is caked with dirt. And is that blood? Yeah. And uh, just just kind of watches this happen, and then Phasma mm-hmm. acts. What does she do? Phasma grabs her uh, her what would you call it? The silver, the quicksilver baton. Quicksilver baton. Thank you. Um, and just whacks just have a right in the ribs. Right <laughs> in the ribs. Uh, Fight is on. Just goes flying. Right. Flying off to the left. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. and Jess is is not uh, really experienced with uh, on the ground physical combat, right? Uh, no, not so much. She can fight her way. She's a scrapper. She's yeah. a scrapper. But uh, you know, we've seen Phasma in action. This has been her life. This has been her training. Uh, she was a great fighter before. She's even a better fighter now. So she starts moving in for the kill. She's she's moving in for the kill right away. Yeah. So I think uh, Pava manages to to get to her feet, get the blaster out, mm-hmm. but already uh, Phasma is on her, has the quicksilver baton under just Pava's throat, and is yeah. like lifting her off the ground, choking her. Oh wow! Yeah. Yeah. Just I mean, because this is come on. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I think Pava starts firing at Phasma's feet as best as she can. She hits her left foot. Um, but the rest of it misses, and and that chrome plating it bounces off. We saw oh, it the last so good. It's such great plating. Yeah, it's great plating. Plus the angle, of the foot, it just it bounces off and and it takes out like a monitor nearby. Yeah. So 
Jess is one of the original, or, or, or one of the uh, uh, problems here at the center of this uh, fight is for Jess is she knows she probably can't shoot her. Yeah. Unless it's like the top of unless her Unless it's head. in the face. She's got to shoot her in the hair. hair. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, but Baba knows that, that she needs to, to mm-hmm. do something. So I think yeah. uh, she grabs, she's choking basically. She's blacking out because Phasma wants to take her alive. Yeah, yeah. And I think Phasma is... Creepily, not saying anything. Nothing. No. Nothing. Just, just ferocious choking. Uh, and I think Pava manages to get her little communicator to BB-12. She's like, BB-12, fire, fire the engines, fire the engines. And I think BB-12 is like, which is basically like, you park the ship so the engine is pointed towards the room you're in. <laughs> I think Pava's yeah. like, And I think uh, BB-12, unsure, is like, yes. all right, all right, which sounds like, <laughs> fires up the engine. <laughs> I think the wall explodes. Uh-huh. What do you think happens next? I think rocket fuel, uh, this this room that they're in is on fire. Okay. Fire. Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> uh, but for Phasma... This doesn't help either of them, but Phasma suddenly feels right at home of, uh, with her home planet, which was uh, originally a lush and beautiful planet like Dantooine, but a, a nuclear disaster by the, the mining company that, that took over there. Uh, just made it a barren wasteland. There's uh, bad things going on there. Uh, harsh, harsh landscape. So um, she's used to bad conditions. She yeah. suddenly feels like home. Like home. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but there's flames everywhere. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think it, it, it blows uh, Pava out of Phasma's grasp, do you think? That's fair. That's fair. I like that. Okay. Yeah. They're both on the ground. They're though, both point. on the ground, right. Uh, and I think uh, Pava manages to get her blaster up by mm-hmm. Phasma's head. Yeah. And she gets off a shot. Right. Uh while while Phasma is thinking about how comfortable she is, which is dangerous. <laughs> hey. Yeah. Does she make any sort of compact combat or uh, contact? contact? Does she uh, singe any hair uh, on Phasma? Oh yeah. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Uh, Phasma's uh, uh, parts of her hair are burning, uh, burning off. It smells bad. Uh, that armor that she's worked so hard to restore scorched again. Phasma's now upset, and Pava is. Uh, you got little burns on the outfit too. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So I think Phasma is singed. Yeah, and I think Pava's up on her feet, uh-huh. heading to the ship, right? Because that's her advantage. That was right? the advantage. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So she starts running out, but she has to climb over some rubble, uh, and she's like, uh, "BB twelve, keep keep it going, keep the ship going. I'm almost there." And as she climbs up to uh, near the cockpit. Uh, the Quicksilver um, baton goes. Flinging oh. right at her, flying at her. Uh, Phasma flings it over there. Boom! Knocks Pava off the X-wing. Oh no! Knocks her down to the ground. Yeah. Terrible. <laughs> Terrible. BB twelve's like. Then I think uh, Phasma is just. Uh, she is being theatrical. She's yes. slowly. She wants this victory. Yeah. Climbing over, she cracks her knuckles even through the armor. <laughs> And Pava's, oh, she's aching now. She's choking. She's yeah. trying to get to her feet. And Phasma is slowly walks between her and the ship. Yeah. 
And uh, the, the the this whole structure is kind of now getting rickety. Oh yeah, yeah. and I think a a a part of the 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 room yeah. that they had been in just collapses, and a bunch of debris rolls out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, a bunch of kind of more stuff in storage that just Supplies, would have yeah. found if she had time. And mm-hmm, mm-hmm. this thing rolls in front of Jess. Okay, a thing that she's never really had a, a chance to see a lot, but mm-hmm. she's heard. So much about it. Like, it can't, can't, it can't be one of those. Really? Is it? Yeah. And she reaches over to this cylindrical object. Okay. This small metal thing. Yeah. It's like, is this, like, a, a lightsaber oh. like Luke Skywalker had? I heard about him. The best fighter pilot in the galaxy. He also had a laser sword. <laughs> he had sword. one of these. Yeah. It's not, yeah. it's not, I'm not saying it's Luke's lightsaber. I'm just no, saying, no. you know, it, the, the, one. the rebellion I'm sure collected these things in case there was ever a use for them. Yeah, I'm sure you found them places, yeah. black market, all those kind of oh, things. Yeah. They went out to the Black Spire on Batu. Oh yeah, picked up a couple there. Oh uh, yeah, you can ne- negotiate the price down. Yeah, yeah, get a turkey leg. <laughs> I think she grabs it. And yeah, I love this. I love this. Just Pava with a lightsaber. Just Pava with a lightsaber. What happens next? Is Phasma suddenly like, oh, oh? Shoot us. She stands up <laughs> and uh, I think Pava takes some wild swings. And yeah. Phasma's able to kind of dodge and duck a little bit, uh, not unlike, say, Arya uh, with some of her faceless man skills. We saw her kind of do the <laughs> ducks out of the way. Oh, yeah. When she uh, uh, actually battled uh, Gwendolyn Christie there, Brianna Tarth. So um, that's going on, uh, but Jess is getting a handle on this blade, uh, this weapon here. Why she, why she, you know, she's doing that. So, um, Phasma knows she's in trouble. Uh, she needs to get to either the Quicksilver baton or anything else she can get her hands on, to distract, <laughs> which is which is difficult at this point. Yeah, mm-hmm. but yeah. she's she's ducking. Yeah, as she moves back, Phasma's retreating a bit here. Yeah, and I think now BB-12 mm-hmm. sees what is happening. Yeah. And I think BB-12 is squealing mm-hmm. in fear because, yeah. yep, here's the Just Pava curse. Look what's happening. See? It's, it's, I know, I scanned that. It's Captain Phasma. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know why BB-12 is scatting there. I apologize for that. <laughs> but I think BB-12 starts up the ship. Which, which yep. She already started up, but it, she rotates it. Right. So now the cannons are facing at facing them. It. Yeah, that's what that's that's that was my end game. Uh, <laughs> uh, a little bit. Yeah. The so the uh, ship turn around. Phasma sees out of that. She's she's not in a good spot. No, yeah. no. And I think Phasma says to herself, "This is a job for a cape." And I think she mm-hmm. whips her cape off. Mm-hmm. And it's still burning in some it's spots. Still burning. And I think she yep. basically she just kind of tries to throw it over just Pava's head yes pop is clearly not super proficient with the lightsaber but if no. that thing makes contact uh right. phasma's losing a limb right right um which so she this this cape there her cape she's so tall over jess when she throws she's, she's like thrown over yeah yes. so what ends up happening is is the lightsaber does pierce the cape, <laughs> but the rest of it goes over Jess. Yeah. So now she looks like a kid doing a ghost costume <laughs> at Halloween, but now there's a laser sword yeah. through it. This shining, shining blue laser zh- sword. Zh- yeah. Zh- and um, so, yeah, so she, so Jess is now kind of blinded by this and flailing around, so to speak, and, and 
Phasma thinks I've got it. I've got it. I've got a moment to escape or, or fight, continue to fight my way. Yeah. 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 But she's uh, got to worry. She sees the ship turning around. Right. Mm-hmm. And I think with Jess uh, doing a, a, a sad impression of a Halloween ghost. Yeah. Phasma leaps onto the X-Wing mm-hmm. and is yeah. running to BB-12. Oh, up the, up the slope there. Yeah, yeah, yeah running. The nose up to the cockpit. Running to, to take her out. And I think BB-12 that. starts shouting out basically uh, her wishes for <laughs> after she's gone. I'm like, I am best friends with uh, CBX-12. Uh-huh. Please tell CBX, please give this data to CBX-12. Right. <laughs> as my like, it's it's very sad. Yeah. And as we've uh, established, Jess Pava can understand this. Right. Do you think this gives Jess Pava the motivation to save, mm-hmm. to get out from under that cape mm-hmm. and save BB-12? She, uh, much like Qui-Gon Jinn taking down a closed door in The Phantom Menace with his lightsaber, <laughs> um, Jess she moves that cape. She she cuts like a like a, a hole for her head. Okay, so now she's kind of wearing it as a little like ascot. It's a yeah, or it, it's a combat poncho. A combat a poncho. Leia very would, dangerous. Very, Leia would be proud. Uh, so, yep, um, uh, she has the poncho on, the blade out, and she herself leaps onto the X-Wing cockpit, the uh, nose, yeah. racing towards the cockpit where Phasma's racing towards BB-12. Yeah. Yeah. I think two things happen at once. Okay. I think Phasma kicks out and mm-hmm. kicks BB-12's head off her body, as we could see happen Bye-bye. to BB-8. Right. And from behind her, Jess Pava comes in. With the slash, yeah, and I think she takes an uh, an arm off. Uh, right arm, left arm. You have a preference? No, left arm, left arm. <laughs> right through the chromium. Oh yeah, goes flying. The arms just flailing, uh, flapping around. I should say like a fish on a deck yeah. of a boat. Um, and Phasma, for the first time ever, really, we hear her just. Ah, just a scream of Ah. anger. And I think as everybody in the First Order is conditioned to do, she just yells, traitor! Yes. Doesn't even make sense, but it's what they yell. Yeah, it's not correct. Yeah, nothing (laughs) wrong, but yeah, Yeah. she says that. Uh, But I think she's a survivor. She's Mm -hmm. still got fighting in her. She whirls, and I think this is a good place to pause our combat and decide who we think should win, who we want to win. <laughs> Phasma is obviously greatly physically superior, a much yeah. better fighter. Mm-hmm. Uh, but as Phasma should have learned when she fought Finn, all your skills, all the check marks uh, and rankings and ratings you have on paper or on your video game ch- uh, selection <laughs> screen, don't defeat good old-fashioned pluck. Pluck. And I think... Even though I love the character of Phasma, I think this is a victory in the making for Jessica Tester Pava. All right. I like this. Because mm-hmm. now remember, whoever wins will go on to face uh, Chief Petty true. Officer Thanison. There's two, two, two good possibilities there. With two those, good possibilities. Those matchups. But okay. I got to go with this fight, mm. this moment, and I mm. would vote for Jess Pava. Okay, okay. But this we'll is one of those times where I split. almost wish we had a third person so I could hear another perspective outside my judge, own yeah. head. Yeah, right. Yeah, because it feels like, of That's course, right. Phasma should live, but in the narrative, not live, right. win, win, but in the narrative that we're describing, mm-hmm. it does feel like it's Pava's game. 
It uh, it it is just a whole lot of whole lot of Jess. Phasma is struggling to get back, and she's she's not quite there. She she lost a limb, and this is it's about mm-hmm. pluck. It's about the mm-hmm. bond of a, a, a fighter pilot and their terrified droid. <laughs> terrified, <laughs> real terrified droid, by the way. Real yeah, terrified yeah, droid. Real, real terrified droid. Yeah. Okay. But okay, I, I'm I'm with you. I think okay. uh, shockingly, we're doing we're going that. Okay. Jess Pava is gonna gonna at least escape to fight another day. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know mm-hmm. if uh, Phasma needs to die. Yeah, yeah. I think it with Phasma, we think she dies, but but you never not so know, much. right? Not so much. Yeah, not so much. yeah. So do you have a vision of what happens in this next moment? So when last we left them, they were running up the front. They of the were X-wing. both standing on the X-wing. Standing X-wing. BB twelve head, head is on on the floor, so okay. Papa can take off, but she'd be leaving BB twelve's head behind if she can get to the cockpit. Yeah, Phasma's arm is gone, but mm-hmm. in a way that seems to have only made her stronger, right? Angrier. Uh the cockpit is open, right? Because just consider. Let's oh yeah, the, yeah, yeah. BB twelve would have popped that. Do you have a thought? I do have a thought. Okay. Phasma kicks Pava off. Ooh. Gets into the cockpit. I, I think this is one beautiful fluid moment movement yeah. where she jumps in the air, yes. hits her, and lands. Ooh. And lands in the cockpit. She starts firing up the engines, and it looks as though she is getting away. Mm-hmm. So she's flying up a little bit. The ship's taking off. Uh, much like in the Masasi Temple in oh, Battle nice, of Yavin, nice, where nice. these ships are kind of moving up, she's got a little, little, little bit of uh, uh, distance there. BB twelve, head back on because we saw BB eight. It kind of whoop. I got, I got an idea on that. Yeah, okay, go for it. Yeah, plunk, jump in here. Yeah, I think Jess, after she's fallen, mm-hmm. and this, and this, this messes up what you're thinking. Mm-hmm. I think she realizes, I do need to care more about my droids. Yeah, and I think she runs to the head and throws it within range mm-hmm. of the magnetic reattachment. Yes. Okay. Yes, I like that. All right. All right. All right. <sighs> Dunk. So BB twelve's got her head back on. Head's back on. Jess, BB, and so BB twelve kind of shakes her head, goes. <laughs> um, that was good harmony. And uh, Jess Papa says, "Activation code nine. Ooh. <laughs> All of a sudden, as the ship, the X-Wing, is flying off, poof, the escape pod, or the, the ejection seat, seat ah. goes, activates, boom, and Phasma goes flying. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. To where? I don't know at this point. I think there's even an explosion. And I think even just Pop is like, there's like a uh-huh. from uh-huh. the distance, just Pop is like, the ejector seats aren't supposed to do that. Right. I'm sure she's dead. Right. Right? I mean, she flew super she's, far away and there's an she's, explosion. She's Yeah, right? You think. She's got to be dead, right? We'll have to wait the next time. But yeah, she seems dead. Yeah. 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 And I, I, I think uh, uh, Jess scampers up the X-Wing and mm-hmm. like wraps her arms around BB-12. Right. And hugs her. Mm-hmm. And I think she says, you are the pluck that will light the spark, <laughs> that will light the fire, that will burn the First Order down. You, BB-12. And BB-12 is like, booty, boo, 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 boo. 
<laughs> BB-12, by the way, has dual audio uh, capabilities. She can oh. harmonize. <laughs> it. It's not just that you and I are doing it wrong, or or, or right, she, it's not the whiskey. This is yeah, it's not the whiskey. This is what we're hearing. This is what we're hearing. Uh, so what what uh, that's the end of our combat. That's the end of our combat. What do you think? What's your post credit scene? Uh, we, uh, Jess returns, uh, she returns to the resistance proper. She's got her story to tell, a couple supplies, a damaged, uh, a ship. Um, the, she finds a way to get off. That's a, that's the story that a comic book, uh, a one shot oh, yeah. will yeah. tell of uh, the return of Jess Pava. But we go to the far side of Dantooine, uh, in a river, <laughs> Dantooine is rivers, uh, now, um, I'm sure it does. We see, we hear, we see the water stir, and out of the water <laughs> comes a damaged, broken, but not dead, Phasma. No. Yeah. No. And I think there's even one more scene. Mm-hmm. She's marching across the ground, marching right. across the ground, and then the screen kind of goes to black, and it comes back up again. Right. And we see her picking up her own arm. And some medical equipment. And she's just like, <laughs> I'm going to do this. I can do this. <laughs> In her home world, they would have had to. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And that is our combat. I can't believe that's how it went. But we really do follow our own storytelling sometimes. Yeah. It is yeah. amazing. And Jess Pava would not have been able to win without her ship and her mm-hmm. droid there. Truly showing that she is yep. a pilot at heart. Absolutely. And if she had to look at that lightsaber. Oh, man. So many things. A lot, a lot of stuff uh, in there. Uh, if there are characters that you want to see fight, let us know. Use the hashtag databank brawl. We are wrapping up here. Ken, where can people find you? Hey, go to uh, at Ken Epsock and KenEpsock.com for information on my book, uh, Why We Love Star Wars, Where to Pre-Order It, all that good stuff. Bye. Excellent. And <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, buy uh, is not a part of Ken's. Uh, I, uh, finished the oh, whiskey. Oh, uh, you said bye to the whiskey? Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> bye whiskey. You're a loyal companion. We always like to thank Tony Thaxon for our theme music. You can check out his Patreon at patreon.com slash Soundtrack. You can check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash Center. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Joseph Scrimshaw and check out my albums, podcasts, and shows on my website at josephscrimshaw.com. You can like Force Center on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at Pod. And until next time, as Luke Skywalker once said, well, no one was really listening to him. I care. That's it for Databank Brawl. softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.